This week on the Push Four Legs podcast, we take a deep dive into the world of over coaching. What the hell is that? Three, two, one. I don't know what I'm even going to say. I'm going to start this again. <laughs> Three, two, one. It's National Sports Day, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Ball Legs podcast with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. Nice for you to show up, mate. Week late. Good work. I know, yeah. I apologise for last week, guys. Um, my father and brother were here visiting uh, at the same time. And there was a crossover. And I thought I probably should spend the evening with them. Um, yeah, so we had to go out for some food. Unfortunately, so I do apologise. I know you missed me. There's been complaints. People have said that if, unless I come back this week, they're going to immediately unsubscribe to the podcast, never listen again. I'm back. Been, Don't worry. I listened. I apologise. The, the sound podcast, when you listen to this, when we're recording, doesn't come out till tomorrow. But obviously all we can do. So yeah, nobody's complained yeah. yet. Because... Uh, Worry about it. Yeah, like the way the, some, the way the podcast and recording work, Tom, they'll it'll be a week after, so it's fine. It's not yeah, a problem. It's fine. I just yeah, yeah, just explain to everybody like in the world behind the scenes, like it's it's madness. We do as we say, right? Prepare your mm. content for in in advance. Crazy. We've only really made that switch uh, lately because of uh, uh, yeah, well, because I thought it would be a good idea because we we were a week behind. And I was like, why don't we get a week ahead now? Because um, yeah. Mm. yeah, it was an, it was starting to annoy me. I'm um, having to put stuff up in different dates. And I was like, no, I'm sticking to the fucking schedule of going out on Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Um, I was like, but we will do it a week in lieu. It, it kind of annoys me that we don't always talk about vaguely current things, but it's fine. Nobody gives a shit. So, because like today, like I got a bunch of comments on like leaving first base. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, you're listening to one of those shows. So I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, that was like, yeah, like that's... last week, but last week, but we... <laughs> I was like, fucking up. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Been gone for ages. It's fine. Um, been paid off. Spent it mm. all. Uh, my ISA got fueled up. Uh, oh, mate, you're not spent on your golf club. I thought you'd get the paradigm or something. Do you know what I mean? You need paradigm, mate. I've got a fucking shit. step. My, my driver is shit. Yeah, I, I work. It's, it's a good driver. I just can't work it. So it's fine. Um, I mean, I reckon Rory McIlroy, quite, quite a few people have gone back, haven't they? No, they've, no, they've well, he's, no Rory's gone back to my one. Because he used oh, the stealth. Oh, that's right. It was sorry. It was the stealth. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to use that one. But now he shortened it. Apparently, he's like taking an inch and a half off. That's why he was hitting like absolute bombs at the, the last event. So he went back and he was like, it was too long. Um, so he shortened it up. He's not a big boy, boy, is he? Was he like your height? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very interesting. But what's been obviously everybody's everybody's uh missed you for the last two weeks obviously so what's been happening in the world of daniel um not much mate like i said dad was over brother was over so it was nice to spend some time with them um which was good my dad absolutely loved dubai he was like you know i can see when he moved out and i was like yep correct um <laughs> compared to the uk it is wonderful sorry for a bit into everyone um so yeah no it's nice to see them and then just obviously back to the grind of, of helping helping coaches doing my check-ins that sort of stuff and then and then yesterday as a day of filming of course i shot um Three under best of round of golf that beats your best of round of golf, which is all I care about, to be honest. Oh, so true. my life's complete now. Um, so yeah, I think that proves yeah. I'm the better golfer, technically. I think 
I think that's what it proves. Out of that, out of that. but yeah. Well, uh, that, just, I yeah, think I'm, like, I'm according good, to you know. the scores, that according to your handicaps, then how, how many how many times made? Yes, fine. I get Dan as the better golfer currently. Um, until we play together, then he just crumbles. So it's fun. Um, yeah, I, I get distracted. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm too busy. I'm why problem is I'm too busy trying to teach Tom and help Tom. <laughs> it takes me from my own game. So you know, it's it's one of those problems. You know, as a better golfer, it's always tough. But uh, but yeah. So no, that was good. That was obviously um, a long time coming. Um, and I say a long time coming. It wasn't a long time coming at all. Um, really, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had some nice comments from people saying that it's mad how much I've improved, et cetera, et cetera. And I really want to do the cliche on Instagram and just be like, yeah, guess what I did? I did all these hacks, bought all these special clubs and did all these special balls. And I was like, nah, I just practiced and played a lot. Uh, it's the same thing, you know, just get better at it. But uh, yeah, so that's good. So my, ex- <laughs> my expectations now are going to be ruined every single round of golf I play. Every single yeah. round is ruined. The game's ruined for me now. Um, so I may just retire. Um, kind of apprehensive playing with you again because Dan is a moody golfer when he's not playing mm. well. So I am yeah. on the other side of the spectrum and very level-headed most of the time. Even Tom just laughs when well. he's playing badly. Tom's just yeah, like, I just laughs when he's playing badly. Uh, fine. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah, it's fine. Well, mate, now it's not going to matter because I'm not going to play badly. Can't play badly now. That's all. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's all, that's all good. That's all good. And um, yeah, back on it. Check-ins this week, um, and then yeah, just back on for the rest of this uh, rest of this year. Now we've got some. Me and Mike got some plans. We've sorted and arranged our event that we're putting on in June, uh, which will be in Leeds on the seventeenth. I was like, oh, come, it's in Leeds, Leeds. Um, yeah, well, we wanted we were going to go. Come. I think I'll still come. But we were going to go Nottingham. But, yeah, we were going to go Nottingham, but then with Leeds, we were like, well, from London, it's just one train, really quick train, so it's fine. Like we were going to do Nottingham anyway, so we were like, "Well, it's not that much further on. It has to be central for people." Um, and we just fancied an iron Leeds after, so we thought we'd go Leeds in the end. So um, yeah, we've got three speakers confirmed, three big speakers confirmed. Um, Thank you. Don't worry, don't worry, guys. I'm speaking. Yeah. yeah, Tom. Tom might be there, um, <laughs> and uh, we're still gonna make him pay for a ticket, I think. And then um, oh, only because uh, food's included. Do you know what I mean? Everything's included. You know, we've got it, food all sorted for the day. Mate, I couldn't believe it. She sent through all the event stuff. And I, I said to her, I said, oh, can you send me the quote for food and food, uh, catered and non-catered? She was like, yeah, we don't do non-catered. We, own, we only go all guns blazing. And I was expecting the price to be fucking ridiculous. And she was like, yeah, this is the price. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty good. And she was like, yeah, you get pastries on arrival. I was like, Tom, I like them. It's like, <laughs> mid, mid more. in fact, let me read it out. I'll read it out so everyone can get excited. Because this, to be honest, you know when you go to an event, part of the reason you go is for the food. It, let's be honest, it just is. Um let me read out what's uh what's what's on because it's it's good i think it's um let me see if it's on this one or not but yeah so we're doing it 17th of june in, in leeds so you know you can get a train up and it'll be all good um you can come and uh come and say hello to us um and, and learn some good shit so yeah we basically talk yeah. to me to, about that i don't say it will like no. to you to like most weeks so yeah no not you obviously <laughs> why would i why would i want you um yeah, let me find uh, the email from this lovely woman. Where is she, Becky? Here we go. Right. Well, if anybody's going to be travelling um, up from London, I guess uh, you can come with me. Yeah, you can go with Tom. So listen to this, right? So, <laughs> filtered still in sparkling water, obviously. Selection of cordials, unlimited bean-to-cup and filter coffee, speciality teas and hot chocolate, served with fresh fruit bowl available throughout the day, selection of arrival pastries and homemade granola and fruit breakfast bars, mid-morning bag of snack bags, Chef's Choice two-course hot buffet lunch, afternoon studio-baked cookies and tray-baked 
cakes. I mean, it's worth a hundred quid for that alone. Do you know what I mean? Get a day <laughs> of food, basically. So um, yeah, come along for that. But um, yeah, no, we've got um, we've got some pretty um, pretty good guests coming. Obviously, me and Mike will be speaking. Um, obviously, it's gonna be a little bit different to how most people do it. We're not gonna make it stuffy and boring. Same old fucking presenters at the same old shit talking about the same old things. Um, mm. It's gonna be geared around um, online coaching, obviously, but it's gonna be geared more around content creation um, and basically getting more more of your ideal client through social media, rather than it's gonna be more about how to coach people and how to do all that side of stuff. It's definitely gonna be more geared around the content creation side of stuff because um, most coaches struggle with that. So. We're going to, um, yeah, do a big push for that over the next couple of months. Over the next couple of months sorry. Um, so, yeah, that's the 17th of June. So keep the date free. Keep your eyes peeled. The early bird price is going to be £99, which is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be 100 spaces available at that price. So 17th of June, make sure you're there. Uh, and if you want a good night out, probably book a hotel on a Saturday night in the city centre of Leeds or an Airbnb or something. Because um, we'll probably sort out a night out. Again. yeah and just get back for father's day which is the 18th don't worry about that not important, <laughs> yeah, not important. um but yeah it's father's day next day i think it's actually isn't it the king's i think there's one day it's like the king's coronation or something daft oh is it that weekend what's that on oh it's something stupid like that and i was like well no one gives a shit about that do they it oh, is the, king, the, the king's... king's birthday yeah the king's birthday. birthday it's on the day of the king's birthday yeah i like no one gives a shit so that's it's, it's on he was no he was no he was nobody five years ago right but i've got it on on both like june the 10th and june 17th it says king's birthday i know they had like it used to the the queen used to have two birthdays but it'd it's be a big on mine oh, how weird there you go um so yeah there you go guys keep that 17th of june free um make you up to leads some of our clients have already got tickets already um, but we'll be announcing that and released to the public soon. So, mm. lovely. Well, mm. probably, yeah. The, the podcast listeners are public. All you special people they are, unfortunately. Yeah, unless you're in the members group or you're a client of mine, you can you know, message me. And if you missed the mm. link, you probably got it already. I'm in the members group. I don't do enough trolling. Um, I should start. No, yeah. <laughs> no, because I do have I do have an element of authority in there, mate. So please don't start trolling me there, because people will start doing it back to me. Uh, <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, nice, mate. So today, well, I did a I did a PTC seminar uh, last week, week before. Don't know. Can't remember. Um, I felt like I've only got one left, so I'm going to have to start doing my own ones. I'm doing my own ones. But they'll be fun. Um, in London, though, not fucking Leeds. Jesus Christ, I'm not traveling that. That'd be a bit weird when everybody, most of my clients, are, hey, you want to go there? No, no, I don't want to go there. Um, but it was interesting. It gave me, it gave me con- content ideas. Uh, unbelievable. Um, when I get content ideas during around coaches, I literally just write them down in my notes. Um, but it was an interesting one. Um, so we can vaguely talk about that, Daniel. Maybe come from the online coaching point of view. I'm not sure as well. It might be. It might go the other way. Um, in terms of queuing and explanations and stuff like that. Um, so, and but the the work the first well, obviously we're going to talk about sports day because but this is a weekend but it was National Sports Day and I posted some stories and I've actually got one of my reels that's coming out later. Basically, all the stories like blended together because yeah, I was like it basically fits my niche in it. So do sports, train better, um, all that kind of crap. But damn, what was because what sport did you play? Cricket. And a bit of football, but mainly cricket. 
cricket and football. Yeah, I was obviously mainly football, mm. shit ton of swimming and athletics. But I don't have any pictures of me fucking doing athletics, which I'm really surprised at. But I tried to dig them up. I was like, I've got to put someone on Facebook. And yeah, nothing. Thin. Yeah, Something my dad used to save all the newspaper clippings from cricket. He saved them yeah. So for football, we, we like for every football season, um, the manager for us used to make us a booklet of all of all of our reviews. Like, it was really cool. So we had like a whole like end of year review of every single game, which, which was quite quite sweet. Um, oh, it was nice. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. I was just like, what people, what but what really people want to know is what did you do at Sports Day and what were your favorite Sports Day activities? Really, that's what it's about. That's what I thought National Sports Day was. Not about sports, but Sports Day. Yeah, it's different now. The minute Sports Day because you can't win, so it's a bit different. <laughs> So, so what? What uh, Isabel is seven. Yeah, she does sports day. Yeah, she does sports day. But what does she do? Is it so? In terms of categories, there's got to be like throw the beanbag in the thing. We had like throw beanbag in hoops. I think that was one. Obviously, there's like egg and spoon race. Um, three legged race. race. You allowed to do that? Sack race, of course. I don't think she did the three legged race. Oh no, maybe she did. I can't remember. Laura went, not me. I would have thought you'd been there for like the dad's race or the parents' race. Oh, no, I don't want to embarrass you, mate. I don't want to embarrass you. All over it's funny. It's one, <laughs> one, guy I, one guy I follow over here, I follow, follow on Instagram, he went to his kid's sports day and did the dad's race. And he posted um, a video of Neil Taylor, you know, the old ex-footballer, Neil Taylor, left back for Wales, right back, left back for Wales at Swansea. Yeah. He's over here now and his kid's in the in a, in a, in the same school and he was just like, what the fucking chances I turn up to dad's race and I'm against the next fucking pro footballer? Do you know what I mean? And he just basically <laughs> killed a lot of them, uh, which is quite funny. Um, yeah, so that was um, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'd rock up and someone would fucking think that um, there'd be someone better than me, obviously. Um, I wouldn't try and claim and win that. Laura would probably win the female ones with that. She should probably have done yeah. the mum's race. But, um, but yeah. No, I'll tell you what was funny, actually, was I went to play football last week. Not last week, the week before. For the first time in about eight years. That hurt. Really <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That was that was sort of my, my hips. My hip flexors. Oh, my God. We were so tight um, after that. Like, my right one, especially from all the kicking. Oh, I could feel it cramping up. But, yeah. Um, that was a fun experience, but yeah. Uh, was yeah it, sports day was definitely my favorite. Was on the sports day was the um, definitely the sack race, definitely. I could give that. I don't think I did that. I would have done it, yeah. but I don't. I don't think I ever did that that much. So, don't know. I was just about fucking running. Then I don't remember the uh, like the little kiddie ones very well because it was like it wasn't about winning, and it was just like oh well done, we all get sweets. And you're like uh, who won? It's like oh we weren't keeping count. Well, why the fuck are we doing it? Um, what's going on? Uh, when the races, we know who wins because it's whoever crosses the line. So, what's the hell's going on? So, didn't agree with that. Sad that that's a that's a thing now, isn't it? it should be more. At least give everybody a trophy, but highlight who did well. Surely, mm. like, bit weird, bit weird. But yeah, it's National Sports Day. So, if anybody's playing sport, or me, I, I just feel like it tapped into. I wrote about it in my email as well. I was just like, surely it taps into people who. Still, there's still a sport or something like that people love doing or who did love doing, and it's just like, why don't you still do it? There's a reason why me and Dan play play golf, like or 
like playing golf is because that kind of sporting element outside of fitness but still something we can train kind of for mm. and there's like carryover of skill element all that kind of stuff and it's definitely people should be like playing badminton or, or fucking lols or unlike tennis and all that kind of fun stuff that like they definitely would have enjoyed when they were younger but then they go to the gym and just like yeah i'm still gonna do just three sets of 10 bat squats and then or half squats or whatever um and then do my bicep curls and then crack on or like spend half an hour doing there. Was it 33, 12? What was that? 12, 330? That's the workout. Oh. The workout that bodybuilders do. Um, that was telling. Um, I'm going to call her out right now. Uh, Holly Davidge, I put my story up about uh, ESD test testing, aerobic testing, just on the assault bike. And then I was like, on one of the polls, just like, what was the. Uh, your most hated piece of like cardio equipment, like assault bike, airdyne, um, like a concept two rower or a what bike. Um, and she messaged me was like, is it bad that I don't know what any of those pieces of equipment is? <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, it is. I was like, you go back to your fucking treadmill walking. Um <laughs> Yeah, she's like, all I know is the stem master has different levels to it. That's what I consider hard or not hard. <laughs> it's like yeah. that is precisely why bodybuilders are probably not aerobically healthy. Um, and why I will always say walking isn't cardio. Um, they're like, oh, but it is top. I was like, it's not, is it? It's not, oh, is it? Really, no, really? Not. Um, not for people in uh, their athletic build, walking is not cardio. It's not. No. Okay. For somebody who's clinically obese, yes. It probably will have an act, um, but yeah, walking is not good. Like I'm like funny. Sorry, Holly. I um, yeah, lucky Holly. Um, <laughs> I think that I genuinely think that with golf for me, it's it's as much the getting outside away from stuff as it is about anything else. But I do think that playing a sport is is pretty vital. I think as you get a bit older. Um, and and, I, and within that, I would actually categorize even stupid things like darts, snooker, which you would say isn't really a sport. Because I do think that when you're younger, you have this, you just don't have, you have this no fear attitude of being injured, getting hurt or anything like that. Which is why I think when you're younger, playing loads of football and, you know, a lot of people do boxing and things like that. I just don't think they really care. Whereas I think when you get older, you realize, hang on, if my ACL goes here, I'm fucked. Do you know what I mean? I can't be asked for that shit. And like, yeah, yeah. again, the extreme soreness that comes with football, like I played and I was fucking horrible. Um, I'm still going to keep going and play just because, again, it's, it's it's a bit of the social stuff. And it's actually, for me, a bit of cardio, to be fair, because golf isn't. Whatever anyone says, it's not cardio, um, even though you walk around. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's just a nice one walk. Um, and, I, and I do think, like you said, there's an element to it where you then have a reason to train in the gym and all that sort of stuff. But it's more just I think it gets you outside and gets you away from from the from daily life. Like I, I had a I like when my brother and dad were here, I didn't I, I had a couple of days where I didn't feel particularly great about just within myself, like mental health days and stuff, just not feeling brilliant. Like we all have them. And I realized I was like, I've just not been outside and play golf and seen other people. I've just literally stayed in. I've seen my brother, my dad, and, and, and Laura and that, but I hadn't really seen anyone else, I hadn't done anything else. I've just done, you know, just done the same old shit. And it just makes you realize how I think a lot of people are very close to like the minimum effective amount that they need to be, to feel good. And if they drop below that, they start feeling really, really shit. Whereas when you're a kid, you're probably near the maximum amount you could fucking do. So you never really got those feelings when you drop down a little bit because you're always still doing something. And I feel yeah. like as adults, because of work and life and everything that takes over, when it comes to socializing, when it comes to getting out of the house and doing other activities, I feel like we do the bare minimum. So when you have a week where you can't quite hit that, like I get it with clients all the time. If they don't manage to get to the gym three times in the week, 
they feel shit. They're like, oh, I'm stressed and anxious. I feel crap, I'm not sleeping well. And I'm like, you've almost got this minimum effective amount you need to do outside all the shit you've got going on yeah. in your work and life. And for me, that's what I feel like with golf I get from going three times a week is four hours long. I feel like I get plenty of that time. Um, and, and I think that's what it gives you is that, is that you have that thing to look forward to. Like I look forward to that round. Like I'm looking forward to running around a golf. Like it's something to keep you focused on. I think the same thing would apply if you, if you, again, like I said, wanted to do snooker or darts. I don't think it really matters what it is. I don't think it needs to be particularly active. It just needs to be something different. And I think that as you get older, the reason you don't do football, cricket is because it hurts. Do you know, it's just harder. <laughs> and I think that's where you can pick a sport. That isn't as hard. I think it's more the actual activity of getting out of the house with different people um that i think is 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 pretty key well off on a tangent there tonight but i think it's important um and like you said then it does give you a reason to if you do miss the gym or you have a reason to train if it's a little bit more athletic like for us golf obviously a bit more athletic i wouldn't say darts and snooker would be but you know like you said badminton tennis same thing applies like it's the same principle you'd still want to be stronger and fitter and all that sort of stuff for it um i just think because yeah. most guys just did like i said football it's just oh, i don't really want to play football now it's like, okay, well, place my house then. Yeah. Like, try it, take exactly. it up, learn. Like, the fun, <laughs> I'm in the learning. Like I said, with the goal for me, the fun bit has been learning. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I think. That's why I think it's important. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, sure. 100%. Right. Um, right. So, if we move on, move on to the the content idea that obviously I'm going to do a little series on. Um, but please come in from an online coaching perspective. And obviously, these are the seminars that I've taught for a while, but it was just a, an interesting fact. So this was, these were only like level two, level three assessments that I was doing, okay? Um, and one of, I see my perspective as an assessor and kind of tutor is to kind of, kind of give like kind of critical feedback um, for people to take on and go learn from and where I'm going to point them into the right direction and stuff. And it's something that I talk about. So I used to teach a seminar on just coaching science for third space and like queuing science and all this kind of stuff um when and when and not to queue and how to do stuff and i have just i've just put the term like overcoaching in and it, that sounds very odd from a perspective of like a level like level two to three level coach right but there's whole what's what's the fucking theory like you like know nothing then you know everything then you know nothing again Dunning-Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger effect. Thank you. So I think people people at Le Brie, uh like a high on that scale, and they obviously want to get all, over as much information as they they know. Probably because deep down they don't know. They've only just learned it and probably don't know a lot. Okay. Um. So there was two. There was two lads, and I reckon one of them might actually be listening um so you know who you are um who i gave feedback of um and i've done it before of i was like i think you both are good coaches but i think you both overcoached and told the, per the person way too much there was like maybe two three minutes before they even started fucking moving um and doing an exercise i was like no well, that's too long I was like the person's cold basically now and bored as well um i'm sorry, I'm sorry. i realized it wasn't criteria but i want you to, if i want to know about the thing i'm going to ask you um so it's like all right when we need to get the client moving a little bit quicker and i was like if you um were going to talk somebody through something i was like i want you to pick three cues from that exercise and that is it and just rely on them and only only kind of go in when the client has fucked up I was like, you've told them a laundry list of shit to do and even even seen whether they could do it without all that stuff first. I was like, there could be a case of do this, please. 
you do a perfect demonstration and you don't have to coach them whatsoever and because they've already, they've already can move like that and it's a it's a big case of overcoaching when somebody's going with a load of cues and bringing that in and trying to give them as much information even before they've done the thing um, um so it's almost like i want to i want to kind of learn by doing so it's discovery based learning first mm. so because that's in a stick instead of going here's all the information do it as best your your ability straight away without being like they might be a natural at it they might be dog shit but then you get to look magic and you then you coach it's like i always want to see what the person it's like um if dan was going to come to me and do like an snc course i might give him a practice paper first he might fucking nail it and be like got like mm. 90 out of 100 i'll be like well we don't really have to do much stuff really yeah. you've you've got it all up there now i don't need to coach you my my job as tutor is fine i'm going to see what you know first before i coach and coach and coach and coach and coach and fucking bore the shit out of someone um i don't know if that is in the online coaching community obviously i online coach but you've been doing far longer than me so so is that a thing? yeah i think it's exactly the same but i'm going to come out from a nutrition standpoint as well yeah so we do and we recommend doing an assessment week with clients and with the assessment week i don't say to them eat more protein like here's your calories and then i'll assess your diet i say do what you would normally do without me here on a normal week just track everything this week and let's just see what happens inevitably the first few days are bad and then they get better as week goes on and they realize what's going on but it always 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 helps because it makes me realize what they would do in a normal environment and it's the same with what you just described it's exactly the same as I don't want to know what you think of the cues I'm giving you. I want to know what you think a squat is because then I'll know what I need to work on the most. So I've seen people do squats before and I've seen them collapse down to the bottom and then they can like come back up again. And most people would, if you'd have cued that person first before doing that and said, move down slowly here, they would have done it perfectly. But I know that naturally she didn't have, the woman in question didn't have the motor control and the strength to control her descent or think about controlling her descent. She just dropped to the floor. So I'm like, okay, okay, cool. So with her, actually it wasn't about mobility and keeping her chest up and all these other things you might say. It was literally, she needed just to slow down and actually not go as deep, which again is counterintuitive to what you might say to someone doing a squat. And I think that, like you said, it comes back down to that you don't know what's wrong until you see anything. Like, because all these cues you use are only relevant if you can see them doing it wrong because i used to have a bank of cues but for some people they'd work for some people they wouldn't and you kind of go what's the point of me just shouting random fucking words at you and it's the same with nutrition (laughs) Uh, there's no point me saying to someone right eat high protein eat loads of veggies if i look at their diet and they're already doing that because some people did come in and they're already eating enough protein already eating enough veggies they just weren't eating enough to gain muscle i'm like right we need to eat more and if you give them the guidelines too soon, you don't actually get to the root problem, like what the root problem is with half this stuff. And I think with training, especially the amount of times we used to get a new client and go, okay, cool. I just want to see you just do a squat. Just, just whatever you think a squat is. What, what do you mean? I was like, oh, you know, just like, like she's doing over there. Someone will be doing a squat, but like, just like that, just yeah. do a squat like she's doing. And you wouldn't give those cues. You just say, yeah, just do that. If you didn't know what one was, you know, again, you just demonstrate it, but without the cues, just go, just do this. And like, yeah. yeah, it just fascinates me. Like you say that, that people, it's, it comes from a place, a good place. It comes from a place of enthusiasm and wanting to help. I, I get that. Yeah. But like you said, it's it's definitely more prevalent in new trainers. Whereas for us, we're a bit more relaxed. Just go, let's just see what you do. Just see what you do. Like the amount of people, like, I just want you to do a, a lunge for me. I'm like, oh, okay, we're not going to do lunges for a little while. Do you know what I mean? Straight away. <laughs> Rather than coaching them through it all and that's, all that sort of stuff. And I think it's uh, it's always a sign of a, of a good trainer is that they look 
relaxed and like they're not doing much. That for me was always a yeah. sign of a good trainer. The better ones were always the ones that looked like they weren't really doing much, but they knew exactly what they were doing. Like exactly. Like I reckon yeah, it, it'd all it'd in, be an interesting like, moving around. It'd be an interesting thing to watch me now as well. Because I, I always almost have a self-awareness as well. Because I'm a little bit on the shop floor a little bit more now. Because obviously I'm just like all by myself and private. And I do get that aspect of people. Do they think I'm not doing that much? But I'm just like, I know yeah. my clients moving well. I know they're doing what I want them to do. And I'll just, I'll come in and be like, can you just move your fucking leg there? Breezy prick. Um, yeah, that's generally how I speak to my clients. Um, but then it'll be like, just that, that tiny little bit of coaching more than likely. And I'll just, I'm very much a fly on the wall coach, but if they don't hurt themselves, or if I can fix it within two seconds, I'll fix it. If I can't mm. fix, it, fix it within two seconds, wait till the end of the set and then discuss it. Um, more than likely yeah and or i won't discuss it straight after i'll discuss it just after their resting period and just before they're about to do that set so it's fresh in their mind as well so it's a lot about when when you have to cue that as well so at the end of that i won't they there's very rarely they'll be like turn to me and go is that good was that good i'm like none of my clients fucking do that like they can give a shit yeah um it'll be like before that's happening so and it's and it's it is to do with self-discovery we do it in like lectures and tutorials and stuff like that there's a reason why i ask people to do teachbacks and self-discovery and kind of like go off and do what you think what do you think to mm. do um because if they've got it right already then i don't need to do my job like my job's done it's cool. I just mm. need to refine it and be like sprinkle a bit of magic fairy dust on it. So it's cool. And also what you said, like, like if somebody's not doing that thing around you or, and I said to them, I was like, neither of you really like, I was like, you both, both move really, 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 really fucking well. And unfortunately you are your own product. I was like, and if you do the exercise immaculately with no coaching cues or just, just try and do this please. And you do it perfectly more than likely they're going to replicate exactly what you've just done more than likely. Cause that's, that's the only point of reference they have of replication and copying. So like if you gave them two shit ones, yeah, they'd, they'd do that. They'd like have a little decision. Like it'd be terrible. So it's a, it's always, it is a bugbear of mine when people don't use their own like demonstrations well um, and try and grab their attention. Um, Cause that was a thing. It's like, all right, you've given a load of coaching cues before you've even demoed as well. Because they have no context whatsoever. They didn't know what a squat was two seconds ago. Now you've told them to get like a posterior shift and shove this or whatever. Even if they're not using that kind of language. It's just like, okay, cool. Just shove they're doing, ask them to do that and then crack on. And then you can ask them to squeeze here or I want you to try and feel this area. Cool, let's do that. Because um, you can get 90% there by literally just showing them. And that's it. So over coaching guys and girls, it can be a real thing. But yeah. Oh, Dan said with the nutrition side of things, yeah. You want to learn, you want to, yeah, you don't want to know where they're, they're at. And if you don't have to change as much as you need to, then don't make work for yourself. Fuck me. Um, chill out, take a breath and be like, cool. Now let's sprinkle like one, two, three things, tops. I was like, I guarantee at the, at the start of this tangent, you probably saw, like you probably remember the first thing I said, but can't remember anything else I've said. So that's probably why. I think with that, <laughs> I think it's one of those where you, as well, like you said there about like the fact you don't really say much in, in person as well. I think PTs feel like they have to say things to kind of make themselves valued by by the client. And it's like the client wants to just get results and know they're doing the right thing. And I think that half the time comes from, from that. It comes yeah. from 
coach not having the confidence in their ability to just be quiet and just not really say anything. Like you're allowed to just not say anything. Like you're allowed to. It's fine. You don't have to just constantly be talking, constantly saying stuff. Um, and yeah. I feel like that's one of the things that I, I think coaches struggle with is feeling like they need to justify themselves. Feeling like they need to justify the fact that they're there. Do you know? That's the bit I think that they they struggle with. Um, that, yeah. That's where it comes from as well, I think, some of those things. Some of those things that you mentioned with the stressing and worrying about how it looks or whatever. Um, yeah, they just really don't need to. So you got the answer every now and again. My client asked me today, I was very surprised. Every now and again, I get a question from one of them, like, why the fuck are we doing this? Um, I'm like, because eh, we're doing like um, overloading eccentric phases on like a half kneeling overhead press. And like the guy's like piss weak pressing overhead. And I was like, I wanted to overload his eccentric face. And I was just like, yeah, so we're recruiting this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why Why is this harder than me just pressing it normally? I'm like, basically, you can lift about 100%, 170% of what you can do when you press overhead, like, or press concentrically. I was like, and the da- down bit is actually going to make you more sore. Apologies, Nick. That's why we're lifting this. So, yeah. He's like, see how you're struggling with this 22 kilo? You shouldn't be. You're a strong lad. Um, yeah. So that was why. It was, it's always interesting when I get quizzed. It's like, it doesn't happen very often. And I'm like, oh, shit. I have to, I have to speak. And I like, know the answer, about. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I just steal it, mate. So that's fine. Yeah, um, that's it. Well, that's what we all know you, you do that now. I just go, let me just look up an Instagram post um, and pay for this. That'd be fun. <laughs> there we, this, guy, this guy said it. So this, that's why. It's fine. Uh, it's almost like I've written courses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Always poking the bear. Always poking the bear. Right, Daniel. What is this trend? And I think I'm going to make a spoof video. I feel like I feel like it's, this is a mic video. If I'm really honest, the people like so me and you are doing a podcast right now. Okay. And yeah. I realize I'm not speaking into this microphone, but you're speaking into that microphone. Yeah. Why are people doing content where? They act like they're on a podcast, yeah, but they're not on a podcast. And they're speaking off to the camera. And they're speaking here, but they're not doing a podcast, but they've done a podcast-style reel. Mate, I don't they understand. Did it, they did it not do a fucking ago. podcast. They did it not long ago, <laughs> mate, with um, with check-ins. Clients, it was a big, big popular thing. I don't know where it's gone. We, I mean, me and Mike made a video about it. I think that's probably why it's gone. <laughs> um, like they would do pretend that they were checking in with their clients. So they would set up like, basically they would, they would have, have everything set up like this. Like obviously I talked yeah, to you yeah. face on with as a check-in and they would then set their phone up to the side, which you wouldn't do if you were doing a check-in because you just wouldn't do it. And they're basically <laughs> going, they basically say something like, yeah, so you see the problem here is that, you know, you just don't really kind of like rely on motivation. You need to kind of make sure that you've got the discipline to carry through your habits so that, you know, saying things that you wouldn't say on a check-in because it just sounds ridiculous. They would send that <laughs> as if they were talking to someone and it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That is rent is useful for no one. Like, but yeah, you're right. They do it on podcast. They do it. Oh, I just I did this the podcast honestly. word. I'm just like, if you want content style like pod based kind of content, surely just find it's another coach range. and do like an hour of podcasting and talking about topics that you want to talk about and then cut them up as reels. No. Then no, it would be like, it'll be it would like a like a podcast, and then you've got a podcaster for it as well. Honestly, Not- <laughs> honestly, the amount of the amount of stuff I see coaches do for content it baffles me. It really does. Um, I just think like what so what coaches do with that. The reason I think they they think that's a good idea is they watch other people <laughs> who are maybe mentors or in business or something like that, and they see them doing that and go, oh, 
I like that kind of content because I watch it because they're interested in it for self-development. But they then fail to realize that people, gen pop, don't like seeing that sort of stuff. They just don't. <laughs> like, they're just not there for that. They're not on, that is not why they're on Instagram. Like People are on Instagram to watch funny videos and to tag their mates and shit. That's what they're on Instagram for the majority of the time. They're not there to learn. You're there just, to learn because you're a coach and you found people on there. It baffles me. Oh, mate, I'm, just, doing, so, I'm with just, you. Just, I'm with you, mate. Uh, I'm just, I just find it every single time I see it. And I know there's probably definitely people who are listening to this show who have done this show, those uh, reels. Um, fair enough, it's content, but I'm just, I don't understand. I just, it's the whole thing. I'm just like, just, just talk. To, you definitely know another coach. Just do a podcast. Or like, just do a live little like real talk back, blah 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 blah. So you've got that content, and it'd be absolutely fine. It's not even. Then, it's not even that. Like for me, for me, as the coaches need to sit down and, and and again think about what their clients and what their people want and what. I'm all for putting out content, and I and like you say, oh yeah, it's content. But I think that coaches fall into this trap as well of just posting content so that they turned up that day to post content. Yeah, yeah. And I actually think that posting too much shit content will put people off. Because they'll go, oh, I don't want to see that type of content. I don't want to see that kind of podcast shit or whatever it might be. I don't know. I just find it. Coaches of their content, I find it frustrating because I feel like the answer to it is the more content you create, the more you'll find what you want to do. And the more you'll find your, your rhythm with stuff and, you know, you'll find your voice and all this sort of stuff. And it's a little bit like them saying, just being a calorie deficit. It's kind of like me saying, just do more content. And it's a bit shit advice. It's also the right advice, but it's also a bit shit because what coaches then do is they then copy other coaches' content. And it's like, right, that's not really what I mean. What I mean is like, find your own way of doing it. So you do some talking heads, you do some character skits, you do some funnier bits, you do some training videos, you do some podcast reels, or whatever. And you see what reaction you get from people. Because most of the time, those podcast type reels just get no engagement. They get no one yeah. watching, no one bothering, no one replying, no one going, oh my God, I must have the coaching with you. You don't get huge followers. You don't get loads of shares. Whereas when you do things like funny videos, they get more reach. They reach more people. They get more comments. They get more followers. You get more people watching your stories to find out what you're like. And it and it just, yeah, I just find it really hard because I can't tell a coach what content to post. I can't tell them what's going to work best for them. They need to just try shit loads of different stuff. Um, just not the podcast reels because they aren't not great. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not cool. our podcast rules, but there's a there's a purposefully uh, thing as why I asked Joe when he does the podcast reels for me um, is like, can you pick out like one serious topic and then three fucking stupid topics, please? That's a reason because the stupid topics always do better in terms of reach. And I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to get clients. I'm just trying to get people to possibly go and listen. And all the podcast reels that we do is literally that's just about reach. That's literally it. Just getting our talking heads over that, over that. I'm trying to buy a client from that because that's not that's not a thing. I'm trying to lull them in to, so they see some of my other shit. So, um, yeah. But I'm going to do more of these. I'm going to just speak off to the side, pretend that Dan's here. It's but the, then I don't know whether speak off to the side. Think, but it's people will think I'm speaking to you because I do a show. I'm like they'll be like, oh, he's talking to Dan. I'm like. I'm it's, not. I'm not talking to anybody. It's the looking off to the I'm gonna, side. I'm gonna do one of them. It's the looking off to the side. Like, I can't deal with it. Oh, I'm gonna be talking and talking and then talking and then I'll be like, yeah, I'm talking to those guys. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. The thing I can't deal with is the talking off to the side, because one thing we do know with social media is that the more eye contact you have with the person and when you're doing yeah. those sorts of videos, the better. Like we know that, and it's, it's just like, kind of like, oh my god. I get annoyed when people look, people look after this when they talk to me. And I'm like, am I 
Sorry? Uh, or they like look yeah. slightly above you. And you're oh, like, you should know, mate. <laughs> you should have told me that, mate. I'd have, I'd have carried on doing it like this. Like, you know, just, just, let's do that for, let's get Joe to do that as a real. We'll just get Joe to do that yeah. as a real. We'll both just look yeah. off to the distance. Like, <laughs> like, something really, let's just say something really insightful now. Because really <laughs> it's really engaging like, when you're sat looking like this, oh, looking oh, off okay. to the side. Yeah. Oh, interesting that. Yeah, yeah, really good. Oh, and then just yeah. a pan, we should just do a little pan camera. Then it's just like, oh, yeah. there's nothing yeah. there. Okay. I'm, no, I'm looking no. at a bottle of, uh, sunscreen that's what's happening um, which, you, which you definitely don't fucking need right now <laughs> uh no it's raining big time um wonderful yeah that that i knew you'd like agree with me fuck me it's, it's, it's annoyed me for a while and they've been around for like a good couple of months because i know i feel that it's, it's the first one i saw and i i unfollowed him because i was just like I, i'd been following him just because for a little bit and i followed him again is jamie alderton and he does the whole, he puts his phone there, speaks to his phone whilst he's being recorded there. And he's like, hey, Dan, what's going on? You need to do this because of this. And That's I, probably I why people do it because they follow him and they like his stuff and they don't realise it's a completely different audience. And he's, he wants to work with coaches. Yeah. <laughs> That's his niche. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a funny one because I remember him talking about it at FitX, um, Expo, whatever, and he was like, yeah. If you don't talk at the camera, people like it. I was like, just people like your stuff, Jamie. That's what they like. Um, they like that you do mad shit sometimes. That's the only thing. But yeah, I've, I've, I had to unfollow. <laughs> I just, I can't take this. Stop speaking to your phone when your camera's in front of you. I'm like, fuck off. Don't really understand. Talk to me. The thing I is, want, is like, I want to be like, I'm the only just, one in the room. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the stuff is just words as well with, with, with his stuff, I feel like saying. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, we'll bring this show to a close. Uh, but Dan can like well, it's um, like your intake. I'm dieting right now, Dan, um, because I've decided to come down in a bit of weight because I'm a big boy. Also, someone's, someone's uh, got a trip to Dubai planned. My <laughs> <laughs> um, effort, like, all right, I will realize we will do a whoop and or whatever, but. If somebody is lacking motivation, and that is both me and Dan have definitely lacked motivation for training, um, and me getting my whoop and it telling me that I'm like recovered and should train, it has an effect. I've been for two runs. I've trained at least five times a week for the last two to three weeks since I got it. Actually, since I got the whoop, it must be three weeks, uh, four weeks at least. Um, yeah, it's make it. It's made a positive effect, and it's because I'm turned on. Turned on. I'm I'm cited by data and it being at me exactly like what a coach would be right so I was like but I don't have a like a coach that I have to check in right I just have programs and I'm just like if that for 16 quid a month is just like having a go at me every now and again it is worth its weight in fucking gold um I think in ten tending me to recover so today it's like obviously told me I'd shit sleep and I probably shouldn't train very well like I trained fine, but I, I backed off. I didn't do the the exact numbers. I went through the flow more than anything else. It was like, I'm not going to peak in any way. So it's absolutely fine. Um, but it's been interesting. So I'm dieting right now, Dan. I'm going to come, I'm going to come down to a nice, I think like current, all right. The, the also a reason why I weighed myself. I was 93 kilos. I should not sit at 93 kilos. Um, I was like, yeah. that is reason, reasonably, I'm pretty strong. Right. I can always deadlift 200 kilos, always squat 150, blah, 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 whatever. Um, that's never going to go. But but it's because I, I was like, oh, I wonder what my 5K time is. And I was like, I went for a run. Fuck me, I felt heavy. Oh, 
and I I only realize it when I'm uh, when I'm doing like my bounds and my jumps and so I can kind of get away with it because I'm pretty springy mm. but when I went for a little run fucking hell hated it so I was like no this ain't happening I'm coming down at least like seven to eight kilos so I'm gonna come down to about 85 um and just sit a little bit better yeah I think it's, it's I think I'm, I'm in a similar position that I don't feel great at the moment and i think it's off the back of 10 days my brother and dad being here and eating out quite a lot and all this sort of stuff but you can also feel it in yourself and i said to laura the yeah. other day i was like on the mornings when i get up for golf i'm, I'm fine i get up and, and run around for golf but i started noticing that i feel a bit tired lethargic i get enough i should be getting enough sleep i think i'm just unfit and i said i said i'm just unfit like when i look at it realistically i go to the gym a couple of times three times a week maybe at, at max golf three times a week people, people would go oh you're probably fit and healthy but i'm like if i did a 5k now i would be blowing up like i was at football i was blowing out my ass and I was like, yeah. what I might do is every morning I don't have golf is go out for a, do a 5K. Quick 5K for me would be fucking 25 minutes, to be fair. Fucking quick one. Jesus Christ. Like, I would probably <laughs> That's exactly the same as me. Right I was now. like, I'm, I could always run a 25K no matter what it seems. Like, even yeah. as fat and heavy as I, can, I am, because I've always got good, an okay base. But I was just like, I should be able to run like a near a 20. This is in yeah. theory. But I was just like, this is fucking shocking. Yeah, and I and I was thinking about I was thinking about the other day. I was like, I really should start doing that because it's not difficult, it's not hard. I don't think you need to be particularly it's not a long time. I think five five k. No, it's not a 20, 25 minute run <laughs> three times a week in the morning. It's going to make you feel pretty good and pretty energized. And I think you know probably from my time bashing cardio a lot and that sort of stuff. I was I was also doing loads of walking, loads of steps and stuff. And as I've just become more and more sedentary, I just feel minging. Like it's not even necessarily about how whether you got loads of body fat. Like we we wouldn't be described as overweight or anything like that, but. I do feel like a little bit like wobbly. And I'm like, oh, do you know, I just don't feel good. And even if I go to the gym, I still feel the same way. And I think it's because I don't really get like blood flowing that much. I don't really, do you know what I mean? Like I just feel a bit, I think as you get older, you realize running actually isn't that bad. Um, it probably is quite a good thing for you to do. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. just go out and fucking do it. But it's it's just when that bed's quite warm in the morning and the alarm goes off and you just can't be asked to move. But I'm like, <laughs> I can for golf. Do you know what I mean? The alarm goes off at half five yeah, yeah. Off, yeah. Like, straight away. Someone said 20 minute run. I'm like, nah, but I need to, I need to do it. I need to hold myself accountable to it. And like you said, that's where the, I charged up my Apple watch the other day. Cause I was like, well, I'll use that to obviously track all the data and get an idea of it. And then I've got my, my aura ring is tracking stuff for me. So I'll be able to see that I'm getting fitter as well when I do it. And it's just a case of mm. get up and doing it, mate. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think it's very easy when you, when you do more online stuff, you you just are more sedentary. And I think the, the thing that I find interesting, and I'll finish on this. The thing I find interesting now is that I am a lot of my clients, like my coaching clients, ideal demographic. I am. Like I say this to them all the time. I was like, not being funny, but you should be selling your services to me. Think about me when you're selling it because I've got a kid. I'm fucking busy. I've got other priorities. I've got other things that prefer. To, I prefer to play golf and go to the gym, obviously. I was like, try and convince me to sign up with you. Because I said, what content would you want me to? Because I said, I'm not sitting and watching your content. It's boring. <laughs> I know, I know stuff about the gym and nutrition and stuff like that. But I said to him, I said, look, I said, think about it like that. It's like, you're almost your target demographic because you're almost becoming more sedentary. You're not going to the gym as much. Um, and, and it's because you realize that other things just take over, become slightly more important. And I think everyone goes through this point where when they're younger, they do loads. And then as they get towards the 30s they start doing less and i think they come out the other side of that and realize hang on life's fucking short actually it's not as important as i thought it was all this work and actually i'm going to take myself seriously near 40 they start doing more and being more active i think you get one or two ways with that i think at that age anyway but i'd like i think we'll go the other way where we'll be like a bit more active and you know still feeling fit and slender and all that sort of stuff um 
but yeah, I, I said to my clients, like, I'm your, I'm your perfect demographic. I do fuck all steps. I don't prepare <laughs> my own food. I fuck very rarely do anything like that. I don't eat at the same time every day. I just about drink enough water. I play golf and I skip the gym. Like that's, that's what your your ideal demographic is, right? Remote worker sits at desk all day. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's it's funny how the tables turn, isn't it? <laughs> and on that, like, yeah, I've said to obviously the guys that normally come for me, that stuff. Like my know my target demographic is me five years ago. Exactly. Very simple. Yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of like PTs who want to work with coaches and people who are playing sports. It's like probably you, but just mm. a little bit beforehand. Like, that's fine. Um, yeah, just always think about that about yourselves or who you're surrounded by, who you're meant to be doing. So it's good, Dan. Good work. Yeah. Good work, mate. All right. Uh, bring it to any other business. No, just the uh, event we've got on 17th of June. Um, keep your eyes peeled. If you're a listener and you want, um, and you're not in a member's group and you're not a client, but you're a long-time listener and you love me, not Tom so much, just drop me a DM and I can send you the link to get a ticket for the event if you want to come. Yeah, before all the spaces sell out of the early bird because you're a diehard fan so it's fine I'm gonna be there heckling no <laughs> doubt <laughs> yeah I'm gonna wear my like big I'm gonna get a t-shirt with your face on it brilliant I'm doing this <laughs> that's what we need it's not gonna go down well people are like who the fuck's this twat like, yeah so none of it. it'll be like three people who listen to the show and we're like oh uh, yeah. they'll get it they'll get it be all right all right but guys uh thanks for listening and we will catch you next week see you later